Hi friends, welcome to another episode of the Fearless Photographer Podcast. Today I want to share on the topic of having a photography niche. Should you niche down or not? And can having a niche potentially make you more money or not? You're listening to The Fearless Photographer, a conversational business podcast where we take the guesswork out of creating a business and a life you love. I'm your host, Stephanie Kozik, a photographer turned educator and business coach. I'm sharing my mistakes and successes and the proven methods to elevate your business. If you're looking for the tools to build a successful business, be fearless in pursuit of your dreams, make more money, quit your nine to five, book more of your dream clients and enjoy the journey, you're in the right place. We'll talk about marketing, productivity, mindset, tough situations, balancing a business and a life, and so much more. Subscribe now so you never miss an episode. And if you've been listening, would you do me a huge favor right now and leave a rating and review of the show? It helps other photographers find us and encourages me here. It's time to build a business and a life you love without fear. Let's dive in. When you hear the word niche, simply put, it's what you specialize in. It can be in what you shoot and also how you shoot or how you edit. It can be your ideal client, the value you provide. It's all part of how you set yourself apart. Most of the time, though, when we're talking about a photography niche, we're referring to the type of work you do as a photographer. So while you could have a special way that you edit or how you pose clients, that's your niche. For simplicity, we're just talking today on deciding what you will shoot. And if narrowing down what subjects you photograph is the right decision for you in your business. Just a disclaimer here, this is a topic right out of the Book More Clients course. And I wanted to talk about it here because it's been a common topic recently with a coaching client and with a couple of the students in the course. So I thought it would be helpful to create a podcast just about this and about making that decision to niche down or not in your business because there's really not a simple answer. It's very personal to you, your goals, even your personality. And I want to share a little more about what having a niche or not having a niche looks like and give you a few pros and cons for each. I'm also going to share a little insight into what I decided for my own business and how I was able to scale my business to six figures, which has a lot to do with the decisions I made around having a niche or not having a niche in my business. So let's start with the benefits of niching down. Having a specific genre of photography, number one, it allows you to focus on a specific type of photography, obviously, and become an expert in that field. And that leads to better quality of work because you can develop your skill quickly with that one type of photography and create a unique style and approach that sets you apart from other photographers. And you can stand out by attracting the clients who are specifically looking for your style and your type of photography. Number two, very simply, it's easier to market your business when you have a very specific niche. This is one of the biggest pulls to having a niche making your marketing efforts even more effective because you have a specific audience and you can create a unique brand and brand messaging that appeals to that one audience. So it sort of makes you stand out and be more memorable for being the go-to in your city for a specific type of photography like newborn, family, studio, boudoir, 
headshots, whatever it is that you want to be known for, it becomes really easy to market to that one audience. Number three, I already mentioned that having a niche allows you to really elevate your work and skill in this one area of photography, but we can't ignore the possibility that within your niche, you're also able to experiment and try new ideas and really push the boundaries of what's quote unquote normal. So there's a creative freedom that comes from focusing on your skill and technique in a specific area and even pushing past what's considered typical and something that is entirely yours and unique to you. Number four, this one might not be as obvious, but it could make you more efficient and even more productive. So think about it this way. If you're doing the same type of photography with every single job that you do, you know exactly what lenses or equipment you need, so you're more efficient in knowing what to use when. You have methods and systems on how you do things, and by having those systems in place and methods of posing or working or processes for even client experience and workflow, you're saving yourself time, resources, and you're making your business actually more profitable because you're able to quickly go through the same steps for each job. And finally, reason number five, and this one might be a make or break for a lot of photographers, and that's being able to fully focus on your passions or interests. I know photographers that only do weddings. And I know a few photographers that don't like shooting weddings at all. So it's all very personal. And if you feel completely fulfilled and you enjoy a specific niche, you're able to work on jobs or projects that you are truly passionate about. And you're more likely to produce your best work and enjoy the process so much more. On the same note, it could be seen as a disadvantage to niche down in your work, depending on several factors. So first, do you feel like it would put you in a box? Do you feel like you would get bored or miss out on opportunities? So let's talk about a few reasons photographers choose not to narrow in on a niche. Number one, variety. If you enjoy shooting a variety of styles or subjects or indoor versus outdoor, you might not want to limit yourself to a specific niche. So maybe you prefer that creative challenge that comes with shooting a range of subjects or different types of sessions. Number two, the opportunity for income. Niching down could be seen as limiting your opportunities for income. By only offering newborn sessions, you may miss out on potential clients looking for maternity or family photos down the road. Or by only focusing on weddings, you miss out on those couples later growing their own family and needing a family photographer. Number three, flexibility. By not niching down, you might be more flexible and adaptable to how the market is changing and even the economy. And do you remember 2020? That was a scary year for a lot of photographers that had a very specific niche. But if you're able to take on a wider range of projects or jobs, it can help you continue to grow your business by expanding your skill set and being more flexible to those market trends and client needs. And I've seen an increase in these last few years for businesses wanting a professional online presence since the market has made this huge shift in the last few years to heavily marketing online and with social media. So there's brands and businesses that have really amped up their online presence. And there's a huge need for photographers to help them do that. 
Number four, personal preference. When you find yourself doing the same types of shoots over and over, it can feel a little repetitive. And for a lot of photographers, that can lead to burnout or even a lack of motivation or lack of joy that comes from their work. So for example, if you specialize in family portraits, you're going to find yourself doing the same types of poses or prompts. You're going to use the same locations for your sessions with similar lighting. If you shoot around the same time each time, which can be monotonous for some people. So think about if you find yourself more inspired and more creative when you have the freedom to do different types of photography. Number five, lifestyle. Some photographers choose not to niche down because of their personal lifestyle preferences. So let me explain. Maybe you love the idea of shooting destination weddings like I do, but you only want one or two a year because I have small children at home. So while there's some really amazing photographers that specialize in destination weddings and elopements and it looks really fun and really appealing to, to be a travel photographer, I choose to offer destination weddings, but not specialize in those because that's something that's going to take me away from my family more than a few times throughout the year. So in the past, I've also done types of sessions that I, I just can't commit to again. So birth photography is one of those. I cannot be on call and sit in a hospital for six, eight, 10 hours just waiting with my kids at home with a sitter or getting a call in the middle of the night. But as a lifestyle newborn photographer, I can work those sessions around my schedule, even a week or two after the baby is born. Absolutely. So maybe your kids are into sports and you don't have any free Saturdays. Can you commit to shooting weddings knowing that you'll have to make that trade off? So you have to think about what you are willing to commit to with your lifestyle, your preferences, and your schedule. Number six, I saved this one for last market saturation. So this might actually be the crux of your decision to have a niche or not in your photography. In episode 20, I shared a few tips about standing out in a competitive market. And I talked about the fact that every market is saturated. And the key is figuring out what makes you different and leading hard into that. But depending on your niche, there might already be a high level of competition. So families, newborns, weddings, anyone could do a quick search and pull up 100 photographers in any given city. So depending on how you look at it, this could be a benefit of niching down or it could be a drawback. So you have to decide, are you going to go all in with one type of photography or two and try to stand out by what you offer? Or could you market yourself in a way that stands out in how you pose your clients or how you shoot different subjects, even in how you edit or your brand message and offering value to one specific genre of clients? And I can tell you right now, there is always the potential to make more money by niching down in a specific type of photography. If you have a specific niche that has a high demand and lower competition, obviously, or by finding unique ways to market your niche. And the key is going to be getting clarity in your brand, your message, your marketing strategy, your sales skills, all the things that we dive really deep into with the Book More Clients course. So in an ideal world, demand would be high and competition would be low, right? In some instances, and with very specific niches, that could be the potential. 
For example, earlier we talked about birth photography. In my city, there is one company that if I said this name and you've ever had a baby in a hospital anywhere in Knoxville, you've heard of them. They have found this one thing, they do it really well, and they market it really well. And that's the key. You can't simply say, oh, I want to be known for being a great boudoir photographer and not go full throttle with everything you do to market that niche specifically. In my signature course, Book More Clients, I've outlined a seven-step framework that, when done together, in the right order and in the right way, have proven to give you that revolving door of clients coming into your business month after month, year after year. Whether you're trying to actively grow your business or just create a consistent stream of clients. If you're looking around at other photographers and they seem busy and booked and you're thinking, I'm doing all the same things. I'm good at what I do. My clients love me, but you're left thinking, what am I missing? If you're doing all the things that are supposed to work, but you're not seeing results and you're left feeling desperate and struggling to consistently book enough clients, this is for you. This course is also perfect for you if you're an experienced photographer and you're in a slow season of booking in your business and you feel like the things that worked before just aren't working anymore. Go from feeling discouraged or overwhelmed with all of the different advice out there or trying to DIY a business plan that promises to bring in clients but ends up taking up all your time with little results to consistently bringing in a steady flow of clients, filling your calendar and reaching your income goals. If you're listening to this and you feel like what you're doing isn't quite getting the results that you want in your business, then it's time for a change. Think about it this way. You could take the time trying to research and find out on your own, sort through so many Google results or YouTube videos, trying to figure out what will work for you, but where would you rather be this time next month or in six months or in one year? Why not skip ahead and learn from someone that's already done the hard work and learn the hard lessons and what works and what doesn't and sort of frog leap over your competition that's still back there trying to figure it out on their own. In the Book More Clients program, I hold nothing back. I'm sharing the tried and true methods to get clarity in your business, stand out to your dream clients, convert more of those inquiries, elevate your brand, and create that steady stream of clients into your business. Are you ready for that to be you? Don't wait until you're another month down the road wishing that you were already starting to see those results. Find the link to the course in the show notes to learn more. I can't wait to help you create a business and a life that you love. It is so worth it. I'll see you soon, friend. So here we are at a decision that every photographer will make at some point in some form And maybe you don't even know if you've made this decision or not already. And I will say, you can always change your mind. It's not set in stone that you can never go back to family sessions if you decide to niche down in real estate photography. You can always adjust your focus over time as your interests and your goals evolve, and they will. And I'm only a few years away from 40, so those long wedding days might get harder for me physically at some point. So just to give you a little insight and a little history of how I scaled my business to over six figures, I decided to sort of be a hybrid niche photographer, and I just made that up. But there are jobs that I love and that I actively market. Then there are some that I like and I would do, but I don't advertise. And then there are ones that I absolutely don't do. 
but by offering a range of somewhat related types of sessions, I'm able to book the same clients for multiple types of sessions throughout the years. My family clients that I've had for 8, 10, 12 years, I'm able to also take their business portraits. My wedding clients come back when their family is growing, or if I have a bride that wants to do a boudoir session as a wedding gift. I also think part of the reason I love offering more than just weddings or just boudoir is because my approach to photography and my philosophy is that it's more than just pretty photos. It's about preserving a legacy. So for me, that part of my business means so much to me to see families growing and my couples starting their own families. But there are certain jobs that I just, I don't do because I don't enjoy them. So baby showers, bridal showers, corporate events or speaking events, bands, pets. We talked about birth photography. No, thank you. So I feel most comfortable and most fulfilled by taking on the jobs that I love and the ones that I'm confident with and passing off the rest. It also means that I have a variety of work available. So in the spring, when we're coming out of a slow season for weddings, I can pick up my income again by offering family mini sessions, spring sessions, graduate portraits. During the winter, I can market boudoir and business portraits. So the decision to niche down or not is completely personal. And it depends on your goals and your personal preferences. But whatever you decide to do, do it well, and that will help you stand out in your market. But I'm not going to leave you without a little guidance and some things to consider as you make this decision in your business. So ask yourself these five things. Number one, what do you enjoy shooting the most? What sessions or styles are you most passionate about or most drawn to? Number two, who is your current clientele? What clients do you currently work with? And are there any patterns that suggest a specific niche? Number three, what's in demand? And I don't mean trends. I mean the demand in your market for different types of photography. Is there a need that you can easily meet? Maybe there's only a handful of newborn photographers or boudoir photographers, and that's something that you're really great at. Or maybe you have access to a beautiful studio and there's not many photographers in your city that can offer studio portraits. So do some research. Number four, what are your strengths and weaknesses? Are you really great at making kids laugh or smile naturally? There you go. What is your superpower or what subjects are you best at photographing? And on the other hand, if you're easily overwhelmed or flustered when things don't go according to plan or pressure is high, maybe weddings aren't for you. So lean into what you are good at and play to your strengths. What sessions or types of work are going to get the best version of you and the best outcome in your work? Number five, what are your long-term goals? Do you want to become an expert in a particular niche and really narrow in on your marketing to one audience really well or keep a broader focus in that flexibility and possibly increase your income with repeat clients with a variety of offers? I hope this episode has been helpful to you and gives you a little clarity and direction when it comes to deciding if you're niche down in your photography or not. 
Well, friends, that wraps up today's episode. I hope it was helpful and encouraging to you. If you loved this episode, please screenshot where you're listening now, share to your stories on Instagram, and be sure to tag me at the fearless photographer underscore so I can see which episodes you're loving the most and connect with you there, encouraging you in your journey as well. Please consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. And if you have a question or a topic you'd like to submit for a podcast episode, click on the link below for the speak pipe feature. Everything we talked about today and all the links I mentioned are in the show notes below. I can't wait to share what's next, but until then, have an awesome week. If you're a photographer and you're currently not using a client management system, even if you only have a handful of clients, Think about setting up a system and workflow for each client you book. It'll help you streamline your onboarding and workflow processes, saving you valuable time. HoneyBook is a CRM platform that allows you to organize and track every potential, current, and past client from the inquiry phase all the way to the last paid invoice and last deadline. With HoneyBook, I love that I can easily send contracts and invoices right from the platform and instantly see where I'm at in the workflow with each client, see all my documents and client information in one place, no more digging through physical files or losing information in email chains. HoneyBook starts at $9 a month, but you can get started with a free trial just to test the waters and then get 20% off your annual subscription by going to thefearlessphotographer.com slash honeybook and never let an inquiry or a deadline slip through the cracks again.